Hi, I am a grateful believer in Jesus Christ. I am recovering from codependency, anger and broken relationship. My name is Pasan. I was born and brought up in a Buddhist family and my father was an alcoholic and the fifth child of the seven children. Sadly for all of us, my dad was a very angry drunk. This meant I grew up in a greatly fearing my father. In his rag, he would regularly chase us and beat us as a children. But even worse for me was that it was a rare day that he would not beat my mother. And because we were poor in our small home, it was always in front of us. When I was eight years old, one of my uncle in Sikkim came to Christ and he came to visit us. And at that time, he shared Christ and both my parents were saved. This did not clean up his drinking at first, but over time he eventually stopped drinking. At the age of 10, I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And after a few years, when I was in high school, I was baptized. Jesus was making a difference in our home and my dad had stopped drinking. These things were improving greatly. But when I was in 15, a life-changing event happened. My older brother, who had become a missionary, uh, making my parents very proud, was walking home from another village. It was a time of intense political unrest that is not uncommon in India. Uh, and he was mistakenly taken as a writer and was shot and killed by the police. This was an incredible loss for us all, but it deeply impacted my mom and dad. This sent our entire family into disappear and my anger increased and it took control of my life. Every time I saw the police, I would rag inside and because I had no outer lid but the evil thoughts that would take control of me. I was now the only son and my parents who had um, been so proud of my brother becoming a missionary came to me and asked me to fulfill their heart's desire that one of their son would work for God's kingdom. I, I, did, I decided to go to Bible seminary. We had no money, so I applied for the scholarship and was blessed to be granted me. I left home and went to seminary. It was a joyful moment to be learning so much about God and His Word. When I was graduated uh, with my uh, Bachelor of Theology, I went on to get my Master's in Christian Education. I would become the only one in our family to ever attend the graduate from university. My parents were very proud as was I. After graduation, I joined a local church as assistant pastor. My anger was always smearing me, smearing inside of me and I would often exploit at people. Because of this, I left the church and joined a Christian organization called the Medical Ambassador International based out of Modesto, California. God had a plan. I became a trainer for them. When I was 35, I met my wife Sarita and we were married. For the first two years, we really struggled. Her background was very different than mine and because of our differences, we used to get in fight that we, would not, uh, we could not resolve. My anger would burn and I would just shut down. So we would uh, often go days without even talking to each other. I knew it was wrong, but I had no recovery, so I did not have any ability to control it. I was powerless. One day a missionary from his state moved to our area. He was uh, connected to Medical Embassy International through Big Valley, Big Valley Grace. After working 
through him over a year he offered me a job in my hometown four, four hours away in Siliguri. This was a great option for my wife and my family, so I went to work for him. In 2010, Pastor Scott and his wife Suzy came to visit. I was asked to be their interpreter and this allowed me the opportunity to spend most of the trip with them and to get to know them very quickly. I listened as they walk, would talk with the missionary about the possibility to possibility of getting something called celebrate recovery started in India. Scott and Suji and I seems to hit it off very well, yet I never could have imagined how God could use this relationship in my life. In April uh, 2011, uh, through unfortunate circumstances, I found out of um, out of work. For the next two years, I did my best to survive. I worked for various ministries and the, uh, various enterprises to survive. Then one day in the fall of 20, 2013, Pastor Scott called me and asked if I would be interested in working for him through Medical Ambassador and Big Valley to bring this ministry called Celebrate Recovery to India and Nepal. Scott explained that MAI had voted as a board to give Shiar a chance in India and that they wanted me to pray about going to work through my local network to spread Shiar in Northeast India and Nepal. I was explained that I obviously needed to go through a Shiar step study myself to gain an understanding of what I would be promoting. My first few months, all I was all I was tasked to do was to prepare for a visit from Pastor Scott and Suji in April 2014. They wanted me to organize one day CR seminar in my area. So I set up seminars in three locations. In April 2014, over 175 pastors, church leaders and their wives attended these events. They were very excited and surprised when the pastor in every city responded that they needed to go through a step study themselves before they promoted it to their people. God had spoken. Scott and I began Skyping every week as he took me through a step study as, uh, as a sponsor. It was and continued to be a life-transforming experience. As we went through the first step, I had a fairly easy time accepting I was powerless over my anger and it was often my life and most important relationship unmanageable. God's word through Paul in Romans 7, I knew that nothing good lives in me that is in my sinful nature for I have the desire to do what is good but I cannot carry it out. In the second uh, step, I had a little struggle believing that Jesus could help but when I hit three when I hit the third step and Scott began to guide me in what total surrender looked like, offering my body as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This began to open windows in into my stubbornness and control issues I had never recognized. As we begin the second book, I was not really prepared for the honesty the fourth step would require. In India, we do not share these details about our inner life and sin issues, but I was doubtful. So I recognized that Pastor Scott was safe. He was also training me in the importance of the guidelines to create the safe space for the honesty. All this led up to the day we had the appointment for me to share my inventory with Scott. I had come to trust him, but this still was one of the more 
nervousest day of my life. As the Skype call came through, I was filled with anxiety. Pastor could prayed and I began to share all the sin and brokenness of my life. I started to, uh, it started to flow and could sense a lifting, of, lifting occurring in my spirit. When I was finished and God loved, accepted and prayed, thanks for me and I experienced a spiritual high that was like all the grim and the guilt of a lifetime. Uh, a lifetime of sin had been cast into the sea. As we continue through the third book, I now had a way more recognition of my sin to release than just my anger and I asked God to make me clean in all these areas. I then began my eight steps and made a list of all the people I had harmed that were now easily rebuilt by going back to my fourth step inventory. In India, the humility to go and make amends is virtually unknown, but it helped me. That is God told me that he believed it was just in rare in America. He encouraged me to write letters to those I could not contact because it would harm them or others. And I began to make my amends with those I could beginning with my family. This is still a work in progress, but it has meant to be much more all my relationship but most importantly it has really blessed my marriage and family today i work step 10 to 12 on a daily basis so i can remain filled peace filled with the peace and guided by the freedom of the spirit in my life as i continue to pursue the admittedly difficult task of spreading this message to a nation that is not only reject christ but also these principles today over the last seven years, I am fully involved in this ministry as I serve as an encourager, trainer, and ministry leader to every group all over both India and Nepal. In this short amount of time, we we have gone uh, we have gone from nothing to now seeing more than 13 different groups in many uh, different areas and cities all across India, complete step studies in the Nepali, Hindi, Bengali, and Telugu languages for which I have done the translating and printing. We are now seeing second generation groups beginning and now we now have several women's groups going as well. I have been involved in the ministry for 26 years, but I have never experienced the growth I have over the last seven. Today I have the tools to work these steps when I get angry. This allow me to apply step one to four steps so that much more quickly recognize my part, take responsibility, cool down, confess and make amends when necessary. I am so grateful because this is miraculous after being in denial and powerless for so many years. It is important to notice, not any humility, that I can still go back there when I choose to not apply the principle to every area of my life. These changes were so amazing that to my family that my wife has now gone through a step study with a group of local ladies and she is now sponsoring her first lady. Today the third and the fourth steps are my favorite uh, because it is in the third step that I surrender my anger to God and find the divine power to shift my focus from the person, person or circumstances that I am allowing to make me angry onto myself and my part that I can take the responsibility to see my part in every situation and get right before God 
so that in my anger I do not sin. Ephesians 4.26 Today, through God's sovereignty, power and the blessing of your celebrate recovery, I have come to come so far in fully understanding the meaning of this truth, his truth through the Apostle Paul when he wrote, Now in him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us, so him be the glory. Ephesians 3.20 He has transformed this once angry man into a humble and gentle servant and I could not be more grateful for all his benefits that he has now given to me. I pray that as you have listened, you have gain a greater hope that you too might receive all his benefits. If it happened for me, let me assure you that it can certainly happen for you. Thanks for letting me share. If you ever wondered what halfway around the world is, Pasong is exactly 12 hours difference, except it's a half an hour difference in India. So right now, it is uh, 7.45 in the morning, and he is watching. Would you give him a big round? That's for you, brother. So this is Brad Butcher. Brad is a miracle, uh, long story you can't hear tonight, but he will be out there to uh, answer your questions and meet you after uh, Open Share Group. But Brad is our funding agent uh, where all our funds go through. He has a missions organization called Passion for People. Why don't you take a couple minutes and share? Sure. Thanks, Scott. It's great to be here. It's my second time here, and I get excited. I hear that I just see God transforming lives. Amen? <laughs> uh, I'm a grateful follower of Jesus Christ, and I'm in recovery as well. Uh, sexual addiction, uh, I guess you could say some overeating, definitely. I'm just learning. I'm in my, my first step study I'm trying to finish. You guys like that? Um, <clears throat> So uh, my wife and I and our four kids, we lived in India for four and a half years. And while we were there, we saw a lot of tragedy, a lot of people, especially the lower castes and, and those in poverty. About the population of the United States and India, by the way. Mm -hmm. Over 300 million people live below the poverty line. And I really don't need to, but there's a lot of oppression. And in that group is where there's a lot of domestic violence, a lot of alcoholism, a lot of hopelessness. And so uh, encountering that firsthand, actually my daughters they helped spur me on they were only like seven and five years old and and we'd see these drunks unconscious on the side of the road and they're you know they're like dad you know should we do something i mean the guy looks like he's dead you know and uh, you know this kind of thing really gets you it's like yeah we should do something like we're supposed to be the salt and the light of the world right we're the ones that have jesus that actually can transform a drunk into someone who's a new creation in recovery amen <laughs> And so it just kind of gets you going. It's like, wow, this is kind of what it's all about. Like, if we can't help, who can? And it's such an enormous deed. So I was so thankful. I went on Google, found Scott through Google. Uh, they had some kind of recovery thing in India because I couldn't find anything there, living there. And in, in the course of time, God put us together and we got Pasong down to Hyderabad where I lived. And he shared what recovery was to a bunch of pastors. And we got 
15 pastors in recovery. That's right. And as we went, we realized, hey, God's doing something here, and we can be a part of it. So that's kind of where I'm here and why I'm here at the church. Yeah, so uh, after this, you can go out and meet Brad. He's out in the Welcome Center, and you'll have some more instructions here in a second. But I just want to share a little bit more about Pasong. Uh, you know, Pasong, uh, he talks about below the poverty line. Well, the poverty line in India is a different level. I mean, you saw what we hired Pasong at with two master, with a master's in Christian education, speaking three languages, and we hired him for $2,400 a year. Gross. That's gross. At $200 a month, and he went to work for us. Now, he has received some, some increases, but he still lives uh, in a very deprived way. I mean, his, he travels on these buses in extreme heat. If you've ever heard about India, it is hot beyond valley hot, believe me, because it's as hot as here with humidity at high levels. And they drive on these buses that have no shocks, no air conditioning, <laughs> packed with people. And, and he travels long distances to not only share the gospel, but to spread, celebrate recovery. And I just want you to imagine what it's like to be in a, in a, in a country of 1.4 billion people where less than 2% know Jesus, and they're, they're, not, they're anti-God, obviously, because that's their con spiritual condition. And so he's not only sharing the gospel as an evangelist, which is Brad's heart too, uh, and he's been sharing Christ through the Jesus film since a little boy as a missionary, but he's now sharing a ministry that nobody thinks they need called Celebrate Recovery. So he is, he is literally, in my opinion, got the hardest job of any human being in the world, and he's doing it by himself, all by himself. Now there's some people far away in Hyderabad that are teaming with him and they're Zooming and stuff, but he needs support and he needs your support. And this is his home church and it's the only church in the world with a full-time CR missionary. And, and you guys are supporting it through your prayers. And you, if you want to join the prayer team, then sign up on, uh, out there on a card or sign up online, talk to Scott or I, and say, I want to be a prayer supporter. We also want you to be a participator. So if you want to be a communicator with Pasong, then sign up. We'll get you in his links, and you can be a, a pen pal or a supporter via Facebook. And if you want to go on a trip to mission to, with Brad to India, there's going to be one. He'll talk about that in, in January and February next year. If you haven't been to India, everybody should go. It is life-changing. It's not all fun and pleasant, let me tell you, but it's unlike anything you've ever experienced if you haven't been to India. So you want to go to India and meet Pasong and help, uh, help share the gospel, help share, celebrate recovery. You can help in that way and sign up for that. And finally, I've already touched on it, Pasong. I've traveled all over the world uh, since I've come to Christ, and and you know, in America, you can, I would see me as a money bags. I would. I mean, we're rich. We're rich compared to any country, and compared to India, we're super rich. And, and yet, Pasong is the only person I've ever worked with consistently that never has asked me for anything other than a relationship. He wants a relationship. He isn't after money, but he needs money. And so if you guys are moved and you want to support, put it in an envelope, go to Passion for People, his website, and you can give there to Celebrate Recovery because he's the only missionary in the world supporting Celebrate Recovery missions by supporting Pasong, and you can give and support for him there as well. Um, you got anything else to share? <laughs> yeah, I just took a picture and sent it because we have uh, leaders throughout India. And guys, the opportunity is enormous. 
There's, so, there's probably 1,100 pastors in India that would like to do recovery and they need it desperately. Their churches are full of women and children, no offense. The men are not there because they're out drinking, they're out doing whatever and they don't know what to do about it. But we know that Jesus can have people recover, amen? We know that. So it's just a matter of, hey, if you support Pasong, and through Pasong, we start to, to multiply trainers and workers, we can offer this. Our vision is a 2030 vision. By 2030, we'd like to see Celebrate Recovery in every state and every language of India and Nepal. Wouldn't that be awesome? It's available. So you guys can pray for that and come see us. We'd love to talk to you. I took a picture to send to those guys of Scott and I presenting to you guys. And they're praying for you guys. These guys pray, by the way. Like, I know we pray, but they really pray. Like, they, they just told me they're doing four hours of fasting and prayer right now because they want God to move here and he, they want him to move there. And right now, India is in desperate shapes with the coronavirus. Every day, they're breaking records with the number of cases. A lot of people mm. are dying. Uh, the hospitals are horrible field. You can pray for that too. It's a really bad situation. Uh, but it's also why we need recovery there because we bring Jesus to people through recovery. And if people are going to be heading out of this earth, they need Jesus. And uh, we have a way to introduce them through something they need. Two more things before I invite Scott up. Uh, yes, COVID. If, how many of you have heard what's happening in India just this week that's hit, hit around COVID? It is the centerpiece of the worldwide spread of COVID right now. I think, did I read 300,000 new cases every day in the past couple of Yeah, the weeks. average this week has been 300. Yeah, 300,000. Now, you know, by American standards, that'd be all of America. India is so populated, it, it, but it's spreading like fire. And, and here's the bad news. Pasong was traveling everywhere. He was on fire. He was spreading the mission. He was doing the work, and COVID shut him down the last year. He's locked down. His little daughter, Sabrina's locked down, and they're locked in their house. And three weeks ago, they opened the borders, and they're out around, and you should have seen the joy on his face. You can imagine. I can get out. I can go to work again. I can visit the people who were doing CR for the first time in a year, and now he's locked down again as of this week. And, and so there's no sign at this point of it, of it uh, lessening. I talked to him uh, yes this morning, and, and it's so he's just pa waiting patiently. He's a very very patient man, and he's doing online conversations too, which is really a lot cool. of Zoom. And I just want to say this: this guy is. You got to talk to him because this guy, he was in India four and a half years, but in that time he met, if you know where Hyderabad is, you look on a map, it's central India. It's like the center of India. And he, he knows incredible leaders. He is connected to people. I don't know how you got there in four and a half years, but these people are the movers and shakers of Christianity in, in, uh, in India. And so he's got those connections that are all listening and waiting. And he's not kidding. He's got 1,100 pastors he could say, we're ready. You've told us we want to get into recovery. We don't have the resources. We can't, we have to say we can't provide it right now. That's crazy. You know, in America, people don't want into recovery. Here they're saying we want into this program and we can't provide the group. So you guys tonight are going to be real keys as the Lord moves in your heart to mostly pray. I'm, I guarantee you that's what Pasong wants more than anything else. I talked to him. More people praying. He believes in prayer. And so he's coveting that. And we could tell you how to be a sponsor using Zoom too, because we do need people that have been through the steps and can help lead others who've never been through it before. So please talk to us about that. We could, we could show you how to get involved. Yeah. So give Pasong another hand. We love you, brother.
Hey, hey, thank you guys. Hey, in your bulletin, there's a great tool that you guys can use. And that tool is this card, and it says uh, Prayers for Pasong. And uh, this is a great tool to put on your refrigerator, put in your uh, bathroom on the mirror, so every time, every day, put it in a place that you go every day so you can remember to pray for him, right? Put it in your Bible as a bookmark, do something like that. But basically, Scott and Brad already mentioned there's three ways that you can uh, really join us in this journey and support our brother who's uh, halfway across the world uh, right now. And that's the first thing is through prayer, praying for him. How can you pray for him? All that kind of stuff. The, the, the second one is to participate. And many have already done that. And that participation is by uh, buying the pasole, by giving the extra in the offering, by doing those types of things. Um, I can tell you right now, the money that was in that box earlier today, my guess, just by doing a guesstimation right here, has already covered probably a year's salary, maybe even less, maybe a little less, maybe, but it's covered a lot of his salary, that $200 a month, and that's just awesome. That's super cool. Um, and the last one is to partner. And so not only pray and participate, but also to partner with him and partner with us. And, and uh, he's not alone to uh, join one of these missions trip, to go on the short-term missions trip, um, to go over there um, and uh, support him and encourage him. And, uh, and maybe it's not even that far, but even as Brad said, is by being someone's sponsor via Zoom. Whoop, there it is. Um, I don't know what that is, but that was a great note. Um, so there's, you know what that was? That was like the hook when you go to, the, like your time speaking's done, Scott. So um, just kidding, but pray, participate, and partner um, I encourage you go out into the foyer afterwards, meet Brad, talk with Scott, and uh, let's connect regarding um, India and Pasong for that. So let's close our serenity prayer. So let's stand up and close our time. Scott was supposed to lead that and then I had to come back up and talk, so sorry. But here's the deal is God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time. Take, hardship is a pathway to peace. Taking as Jesus did the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it. Trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever the next. Amen. Amen.